Hello, everyone, and welcome to Deutsche Bank's uh, next edition of ESG Insights. My name is Trisha Taneja. I head up ESG globally for Capital Markets and Advisory. And with me today, very fortunate to have Esvi Barcinas, who is the Chief Sustainability Officer at AB InBev. Um, Esvi, over to you to introduce yourself. Thank you, Trisha. Thanks for having me. As the Chief Sustainability Officer at AB InBev, I am responsible for the company's global sustainability strategy and, and ESG reporting and engagement. Uh, since joining the company in 2013, I've held key roles within corporate affairs and procurement functions, most recently served as the Global Vice President of Sustainability. And prior to joining ABI, I worked in international trade, public health, and international development areas. Great. Welcome, Esgi, and great to have you. So maybe the first question, what is a chief sustainability officer? It's clearly an emerging role, um, and I think it would be great if you could walk us through what you do at AB InBev. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, there are different nuances uh, based on the company and the industry that you operate in, but as the CSO at ABI, I am responsible for the sustainability strategy across our entire value chain. So from upstream agricultural supply chains to how we manage our water risks to operational sustainability and efficiencies, to retailer development, all the way to post-consumer waste collection. So the entire kind of value chain is, is my scope. Um, and, you know, in my role, I uh, always push myself to bring in the outside in, in view and, and, you know, increasingly uh, being asked and expected to continue to make sense of the external environment. And, you know, we, we live in a world that is rapidly changing and we have to continue to translate the complex uh, for our internal teams to uh, see and share the vision, to act on it, um, and, you know, to better understand what are the material topics for our, for our business and how we set that shared vision. And of course, you can only do that through deep expertise. You need to know the ins and outs of your business uh, and your operating model. You need to push yourself to act as a change agent, really sharpen that industry voice and always wear that long-term long -term hat, long-term perspective. That's great. And I, I really like the, the, the word change agent. Um, so what was the impetus for creating this role? I, you know, it's a fairly recent one for AB InBev that came up last year. I'm curious to hear what prompted this. Yeah, so, you know, at ABI, we've been on an incredible sustainability journey uh, over the last decade or so. You know, when I first joined the company in 2013, the function was passed within our corporate affairs team, which really gave me a lot of ability to learn a lot about our industry, our business, how we engage with stakeholders internally and externally. Uh, but we were mostly focused on inside our four walls, you know, how we think about water efficiency, energy efficiency within our operations. And then about five years ago, we moved the sustainability function into procurement. Uh, and that gave us a lot of ability to really influence and integrate into our supply chain and, and uh, gave us an opening in, in uh, you know, engaging in more strategic dialogues with our suppliers. Uh, really thinking of how can we co-innovate, how can we pilot a new uh, project. Uh, really, uh, I think that was the turning point within, within our business in, in how we thought about uh, sustainability as supply security, as, as business continuity, and, and its importance for value chain resilience. And then last year, when our uh, when we went through a CEO transition, our new CEO, Michelle DeCares, took over, he created a uh, fully dedicated chief sustainability officer position, first of its kind within our business uh, that reports into the CEO. Uh, so I took over that role uh, last August. 
Uh, and that really gave us a lot of ability to get closer to you know, corporate strategy and finance and, and build an ESG agenda that supports and enables the commercial vision. Of course, this is not about creating an entire sustainability team around the world. Um, you know, this has to be a cross-functional effort. So this is about a team of teams, uh, not just about one team. And, and at ABI, you know, we take great pride in our target-driven culture. So you know, how we cascade and share targets across different functions, and I do that across uh, five, six, seven different functions within the business that really gave, gives us a lot of ability to focus on key priorities for our business so that we can build that resilience, so that we can invest in innovation, but also create that shared prosperity. That's really great. And it sounds like a lot of what you're doing is strategic, taking input from the external environment, whether it be investors, customers, or other stakeholders, and operationalizing it within ABI for commercial success. Um, could you give us a concrete example of a time when you've done this? Um, I know you do a lot of work around emerging markets and water stress, um, which you've shown leadership on. So perhaps something around there. Yeah, you know, we, when you think about it, uh, we believe that a strong sustainability agenda is vital for our future. And, and like you said, a, a big piece of that is the emerging markets and how we're looking to grow in, uh, within those markets as well. So how we think about building a resilient and agile value chain, you know, that's the point of entry to how we solidify our role as a trusted partner within those local communities to identifying new sources of, of business value, you know, cap capturing new sources of business value. You know, these are the kind of three overarching themes of how we think of sustainability, uh, enabling that company strategy and purpose. But yeah, take, for example, an emerging market in, in Africa, let's say, uh, if we expect to grow X percent within that market over the next decade, what does that mean when you couple that with the growing water stress and the impact of climate change that you're seeing on the ground? How does that impact your agricultural supply chains, which you're looking to formalize within those emerging markets, but you also know that the yield gaps are widening, right? So how you work with that local farmer so that they can better understand the impacts of climate change, you can better help them adapt to climate change with, with resources, information, weather data, market insights, that really creates a lot of resilience on the ground to ensure your supply security, but also uh, you know, lifts communities out of poverty as well. Uh, so it really uh, plays nicely in, 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 again, how you're building uh, your profile as a trusted partner within the community, because, you know, we've been there uh, for decades and, and we continue to be there for the next hundred plus years. Yeah. And that's a great example because I'm sure supply chain security and resilience is something that uh, really carries a lot of weight with a lot of people listening to this right now, given the, the times we're in. Um, our last question for the day, you know, how do you, um, clearly growth is obviously important for a company like ABI. How do you integrate sustainability into your growth strategy, um, whether it's new types of sustainable brands or acquisition? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, last year when we went through a commercial um, uh, planning uh, session, we refreshed our ESG agenda and we really leaned into the beer category and our unique operating model. You know, we're a business with um, uh, with a global local footprint uh, and, and, you know, how we identified the strategic priorities for ESG really allowed us to uncover how beer is inclusive, natural and local. So, you know, those are kind of our starting points, I would say, and, and, you know, uh, just to give a couple of quick examples, you know, inclusive from thousands of smallholder farmers to millions of small retailers. 
to you know, colleagues and consumers around the world, how we uh, invite uh, you know, our partners in uh, to the conversation, into our product offerings. You know, we improve livelihoods, we increase access to opportunity. That inclusivity extends to our products, you know, going beyond an affordable, accessible category. We stand for better choices through our non-alk and low-alk uh, offerings as well, and how we promote moderation. Uh, natural, you know, we're a company based in nature. Uh, with products made from natural ingredients using simple processes. We really understand the true value of the planet's precious resources. Uh, so that's a big piece. And we see increasingly consumers looking for these types of uh, products as well. And then local, again, with more than 500 local brands in our portfolio across nearly 50 operating countries, you know, we are a global local company, as I mentioned, and, and we always focus on keeping our supply chains short, our impact direct, our boots on the ground. And increasingly, we are seeing this, you know, there is a growing consumer appetite for some of these uh, offerings as well. You know, I think throughout the pandemic, uh, what we've seen is a rise in conscious consumers and consumers are becoming more environmentally conscious, more socially aware. And they're turning not only to brands that share the same ideals and, and values as they do, but also the brands that are backed by companies that share the same ideals and values. So again, I think there's huge opportunities here in, in how you think of developed markets and developing countries as well, but how you continue to uh, innovate and, and offer uh, the, the, the product uh, choices to the consumers as their consumer uh, kind of, as their demands and needs are changing. Uh, when it comes to M&A, of course, um, you know, there's a, a big component in how you think about whether it's M&A or Greenfield, how you think about environmental impact assessments, you know, increasingly we are folding all of that, uh, that thinking in uh, to how we, how we, you know, uh, build, um, you know, uh, the category and, and our, our corporate strategy is to uh, you know, lead and grow the category to digitize and monetize our ecosystem and to optimize our business. And, you know, how you think of beer being inclusive and natural, how we believe in that nature-based feature, uh, you know, our strategy is really grounded within uh, ensuring that beer can continue to be that category that is uh, inclusive, natural, and local. Great. Thank you very much, Ezgi. Um, I think that's all we had for today. Um, you know, quickly to summarize some of the insights we, we heard from Esgi today, um, you know, a CSO, a newly emerged strategic function that really focuses on um, operationalizing, uh, I guess, uh, external feedback from investors, customers, and stakeholders, and for AB and Bev, clearly a part of their future growth strategy um, and supply chain resilience. Um, so, so really, thank you very much, Ezgi. Really good to have you. Um, and for everyone listening, we'll, we'll talk to you on the next, next episode. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much.